It's that time of the night again. And what time is that, Andrea? Well, Marty, it's time again for True For You. Oh, silly me. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to True For You, the radio show where we let you, our listeners, tell us your harrowing true crime tales. We've got a treat for you tonight. Our mystery caller has returned to tell us more about the Janie Melnick story. So let me get this straight. This Ben kid just convinced Janie to run away? It wasn't quite that simple. This next piece of the story is missing some details, but I wasn't always there. So here's what I know about how it went down. Show me yours, I'll show you mine. by an alibi. Take control, don't need daylight. Just hide from all the lies falling from the sky. Told you one too many times To never trust who's by your side So watch your back for the night Blinded by an alibi November 3rd, 3 p.m., 3rd Avenue Hold up. He asked you to do what? Go missing. What kind of gone girl bullshit is that? What did you say? I didn't really say anything. A customer walked in and I told him I couldn't deal with whatever crazy plan he had right now. Why didn't you just say no? I don't know. I was hungover, taken by surprise, not sure if he was joking. You wanted time to think about it. I'm heading over to his place right now just to hear him out. Then I can tell him no. I'm coming. How far are you? I'm picking you up. Ronnie. You may have issues saying no to that little freak, but I have no issue about it. November 3rd, 3.40 p.m., Ben and Ezra's apartment. No. I haven't even told you the plan yet. You said you want Janie to go missing. That's like an actual crime. And I'm still not sure what I'm doing here. Can we please just hear him out? Thank you, Janie. As I was trying to say, Janie just has to go lay low for a couple weeks, and we just pretend she's missing. And I'm going to document it on my podcast trying to find her. And if we create enough buzz around it, then people will start listening. Everyone will know who Janie Melnick is, and- Oh, and your stupid little whorefest gets all the press? Well, yeah, people would start listening, so it's a win-win. And Ezra will help me make it because you're the fiction guy. You said it yourself yesterday. Uh, Well, I'm flattered. (laughs) What happens when people actually come looking for her, like the police or or family? Well, I don't have parents anymore, and my aunt is all the way in Ukraine, so- And as for the police- We stick as close to the truth as possible. Oh, right. That we're wasting their time and resources? No. Like the last time we saw Janie, that she mentioned maybe running away, that she needed a break. Yeah, because that's going to work. And at the end, we find Janie lost in the woods or something. Maybe her car went off the road, something they won't have thought of yet. And we don't give them the time to think. In and out in less than two weeks. The first 48 hours if we can plant the seed that she may have just ran and that's what they'll be stuck on. This still seems flimsy. Okay. And if all else fails, I tell them it was a performance art piece. I take the fall, say Janie was taking a holiday and I took advantage. But this solves all of our problems. Janie wants to be an actress. This could be her debut. Plus, you get that time away you wanted. I want people to start listening to my podcast. Ezra, you want... Oh, okay. Uh, maybe this doesn't solve your problem, but I'm pulling the roommate card because I can't make this work alone. Plus, if we pull this off, you'll have your name attached to the only exciting thing that's ever happened in this place. 
it would definitely top that time a beaver held up traffic for four hours. So all I have to do is disappear for a while and not talk to anyone. We could find a way for you to just still talk to one of us, just in case. My family has a cabin up at Thistlewood Forest. It's super dead this time of year, and it takes a bit to get up there, so it would be easy to believe you just got lost. I'm not letting her go up into the woods alone. She's a 22-year-old girl, for God's sake. No offense, Jane, but you're not the toughest person. Maybe someone should go with her. Ooh, wouldn't it be more interesting if it was like a pair? Then you have more theories, like like what if one of them did it to the other? Or what if they both did it? Or neither of them. <laughs> See, this is why I need you on my team. Listen to yourselves. This is actually insane. It's not insane. It's making our own opportunities. No one is getting hurt. Okay, and have you thought about what happens if this all falls apart? You're not only dragging your name through the mud, but Janie's too. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, and bad publicity closes doors. But no publicity doesn't open any. I'll do it. You will? Wait, seriously? No, she won't. I said yesterday that I could use a break, so I'll do it. What about school? We convocate this year. I'll take this time to work on my thesis project, and I'll hand in my paper for Professor Smith's class early. And Daniel? I'll tell him I'm taking a vacation. <laughs> he doesn't own me. I'm going with you. You have to build sets for the winter review. If you went missing, all hell would break loose. Hey, I already said I'm not letting you go alone. This better work, Miller. I'm not wasting my time. It will. It has to work. Trust me. November 3rd, 6.11 p.m. Hallway in front of Ben and Ezra's apartment. Well, I guess I'll see you in two weeks then. Are you really sure you want to do this? I, I know it's a little... Crazy? Oh, well, I, I wouldn't say... <laughs> ben, it's okay. I actually really like your idea. I guess that makes me the real crazy one here. I just need to get out of Dodgewood for a bit, and this just makes sense. Is everything okay? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Last night when we were all talking... Never mind. What? Come on, Janie. You know you can always talk to me. I know. And you know what I also know? What? Your podcast is going to be great. Just promise me that you'll only say nice things about me. Like that I, uh... Always light up a room with your smile. Aw, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're my best friend. Just don't tell Veronica. Right. Yeah, you're my best friend, too. Stay safe while I'm gone? You too. Okay, um, see ya. November 3rd, 11th. 22 p.m. Janie's apartment. Yes, Ronnie, for the millionth time, I'm sure I want to do this. Sure about this? Like, what about food? We're going to be up in the middle of nowhere. I... Come on, it'll be fun. Like a girl's trip. I already went and grabbed groceries this afternoon. I'll bring face masks and nail polish and we can have a spa day. Ezra said, there's a hot tub. Hold on, I'm getting another call. It could be for that student film I auditioned for last week. Guess I'd have to turn it down now. I'll call you right back. Hello? Hello? Weird. Okay, unknown number. 
I'm always watching you, Jamie. <laughs> okay, very funny. Where the hell did they get that picture? <gasps> Hello? Who's there? <gasps> you look paler than usual. <laughs> Daniel, hey. Um, I'm, I'm glad you're here. There was this call and these texts and... And... And a picture. Of what? Wait, did you take this photo? Maybe send it to one of your teammates? Why would I do that? <laughs> well, I don't make a habit of exposing my body to random strangers. And I don't make a habit of sending other people pictures of you. <laughs> Look at it. It was taken in your room. Do you want to explain how that happened? I don't know, Janie. You've been acting pretty crazy lately. Like last night when you just vanished at the party, and now you're... packing? Don't tell me this is the whole stalker thing again. It's not. I'm just getting away for a little bit. I need to clear my head. And you weren't going to tell me. It was kind of last minute. I was going to call you tonight. Is this because you're mad at me? Because of last night? Not really. Ben had this idea and... You're going away with Ben? I'm going with Veronica. Ben's got to be here to work on his podcast. Oh, the one that no one listens to? See, but that's about to change. Ben's going to tell everyone I'm missing, and then he's going to solve the case on his podcast. And don't worry, I just have to hang out at Ezra's cabin for two weeks. So Veronica and you are dropping everything to roleplay in Ben's sick little fantasy? Yeah, but... You know how messed up that sounds. I knew you wouldn't get it. Because it doesn't make sense. Well, it's happening whether you like it or not. Then I'm going with you. Daniel, it doesn't work if there's three of us. Then tell Veronica she's not going. I don't know how it happened. It lasted all night, but Daniel won that argument. Janie was probably just too tired to fight it. Janie, you know I love you. I know. I love you too. And so, it began. November 4th, 10.42 a.m. Ezra's bedroom. Dodgewood. It's a quiet town whose population gets a spike three-fourths of the year when college starts again. They say nothing happens in Dodgewood until it does. Cut. What? Nothing happens in Dodgewood until it does? I'm trying to build tension. <sighs> no wonder no one listens to your podcast. Hey! Okay, let's try that again from... Or we'll take five. Veronica, what are you doing here? Aren't you supposed to be... With Janie? Yeah, I thought so too. I got a call from her at the ungodly hour of 6 a.m. this morning telling me she was on her way to the cabin with Daniel and that you two just have to make that work. Great. A diva. Like a true leading lady. What do we do now? Guys, I can make this work. So it's Daniel instead of Veronica. Two lovebirds gone on a road trip together and vanished. But what happened? It's a good story. Then we've got some rewriting to do. Come on, Veronica. You're helping. Okay, since when did I volunteer to... Ah. November 5th, 3.02 p.m. Campus Studio Classroom. Look, Ezra, I may have helped yesterday. Yeah, they're ruining half the takes by scoffing every other minute. Whatever. Point is, I still think this plan is insane. I'm done. No, you're not. If you just... Quiet! Hey! Veronica, hi. Uh, hey, Ezra. Hey. I never got to thank you for my party the other day. It... Wasn't just for you. Right. Well, thanks anyway. All right, movers and explorers. 
Today, we're continuing our work embodying Shakespeare's iambic pentameter in a vacuum of space devoid of sound. Remind me again why we're paying for this. <laughs> Does everyone have their groups here? Professor Smith, we're missing Janie. And where is Miss Melnick today? I don't know. Anyone else know where Miss Melnick is today? Wait a second. I honestly haven't seen her since Saturday. Come to think of it, she hasn't answered any of my texts since the party. I'm starting to get a little worried. Hmm. Has anyone else heard from Janie? What about Veronica? You spend a lot of time with her, right? Ezra, I hate you. I also haven't seen her. And all my calls have gone straight to voicemail, which isn't like her. She also isn't home. Daniel missed volleyball practice yesterday. And he hasn't messaged me in, like, three days either. Maybe they're together? Sounds like a lover's retreat. If anyone converses with Miss Melnick, please tell her she'll have a makeup assignment to complete. Now, speaking of lovers, the Romeo and Juliet group can go first. November 6th, 11.36 a.m. Campus Courtyard. It's been four days since Janie Melnick abruptly ended a call with her best friend Veronica, then canceled plans to spend reading week together via text. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> also up and vanished, her boyfriend, Daniel Loggins, a college volleyball star and golden boy who could do no wrong. Well, that may be embellishing it, but... Ben! Oh, careful! Sorry! Didn't mean to startle you. People seem to like to do that. The theater group chat has been popping off since yesterday about Janie. When Veronica and I told everyone that we hadn't heard from her, like, everyone else started asking these questions. We've got to get the first episode out. It's not even close to done, and our first episode needs to be perfect if we want people to keep listening. We've got most of Janie, but I still have to get Daniels and... So release a little teaser, a sneak peek of what we've got, anything. It's now or never. Okay, but... We've got a buzz. And if you do it now, you'll be any press. You know, Melinda, the, that newspaper chick, already sent me an email trying to get a feeler about the rumors. A teaser would build anticipation. Buy us some time. So? Yeah, let's do this. We've got work to do. November 6th, 2.45 p.m. Bean Plaza Campus Coffee Shop. Hey, you've reached Jamie Melnick. I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave your name and number, I'll get back to you. Hey, just checking in. Is everything okay? Call me back. Or don't. But if I don't hear from you in the next couple of days, I'm coming to find you. Dark roast for Veronica. Yeah, right here. Veronica? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your phone call. You didn't. It went to voicemail. You're Wyatt's new girlfriend. From the party. Skylar, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> she is me. What's up? I was just grabbing coffee before class, and I saw you, and thought I should come say hi. Cool. Uh, what class? Photography 301. Actually, uh, Ezra's my TA. Okay. A weird question, but does he hate me? I saw him at the party looking at me when I came with Wyatt, and he was in such a hurry to leave. D did I do something? No, it's just 
Him and Wyatt are still weird since the breakup. Wyatt told me they're fine. Wasn't it like two months ago? Yeah, but you know how these things are. Plus, you're super cute, so who wouldn't be jealous? (laughs) Well, look who's talking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, confession. I had one other reason to come over here. I was wondering if the rumors about Daniel and Janie are true. (laughs) Which rumors? That they're missing. Wyatt said something about class the other day and how no one had seen either of them. Oh, uh, yeah. No one's seen either of them in a few days. Aren't you worried? Yeah. A little. Can you tell your friends to keep their eyes and ears peeled? Get people talking? It's that serious? I don't know, but it couldn't hurt, right? Neither of them are home and they didn't tell anyone where they're going. Someone's gotta know something. Yeah, definitely. I can do that. Perfect. It'll definitely help get the word out. November 6th, 5 p.m. Ben and Ezra's apartment. Okay, and... Are we sure it's ready to upload? You're the one who wanted to do this. Yeah, but, like, is it good enough? It's a teaser. Trust me, people will talk about it. I'm good at spinning stories. We're the dream team. Yeah, some dream team with a guy who can't even stay off his phone. I'm keeping my beat on the pulse. Pulse on the beat. Whatever. I'm not a journalist. Wait... Why is hashtag find Janie and Daniel trending on our campus? What? When did... Uh, I'll get it. Coming! Okay. This is a lot of people. Ronnie, did you see this? Uh, yeah, that may be my fault. What do you mean? I told Skylar to get the word out, and I guess she really did. That's crazy. Crazy good? You're not getting cold feet. No, definitely not. This is what I wanted, right? Then hit upload and let's go. What are you doing now? Making missing persons posters. I'll add a QR code so people can listen to the podcast. We can go put them up tonight. Okay, but isn't this going a little too far now? It's no longer just word of mouth of a few students. We want this to be big. That's the idea. Right, so I made these during my photography TA block. We put these up and it seems more legit. Okay, it's online now, so I'll share it to all my socials. (laughs) You have like 10 followers. So you can share it. No, I'm already way too involved. Please, Veronica. For Janie. (sighs) Fine. Give me those. (laughs) Let's go. Come on, Ben. November 6th, 7.28 p.m. Campus Courtyard. Has anyone checked in on Janie and Daniel? Why disturb their vacation? They're probably playing Love Shack up there. I've been calling and it stopped ringing yesterday and started going straight to voicemail. Service up there is pretty spotty. Damn it! I should have told them to turn off their phones. Cell phone data is one of the easiest ways to track a person. How could I be so stupid and leave such a big hole in my case? Little buddy, it's not going to make a difference for us. We'll just write it away. Doesn't it usually take months to get phone data anyways? (sighs) You're right. Actually, there have been a lot of cases where phone data is super hard to get and also not that reliable. So if there isn't a tower up near the cabin, it'll ping off the nearest one, which is probably closer to town anyway. There you go. But with LTE and GPS... Stop overthinking it. It's my job to overthink things. That's how you solve a crime. You look at all the clues and possibilities and suspects. Hey, Janie's never gone this long without calling or texting me. Okay, now you're overthinking too. They're only going to be gone for two weeks. Just give her and Daniel some space. Put your focus into other things. Like handing me some more tape. 
November 6th, 10.15 p.m. Ben and Ezra's apartment. <sighs> what if Veronica is right? They never did find the Keddy Cabin killer. That's nowhere near there, and it happened in 1981, Ben. Duh. Fine. Fine. I'll call her. But Ezra knows the cabin. There's probably no service up there, and we told them not to go back down to town. So, of course, it's going to go straight to voicemail. Or not. Hello? Uh, hi, Janie. Ben. Yeah, it's me. I just wanted to check in on you. The whole school is talking about you. That's okay. Uh, it's just good to hear your voice. Veronica was... What's going on? Janie? I think something is really wrong with Janie. Okay, not you too. I just called her and it sounded like something bad was happening. I knew something was wrong. We need to go after them. I'll drive. Whoa. Ronnie, breathe. It's too late for you to go up there tonight. You'll for sure get lost. It's not safe, and it won't help anyone if you go missing, too. She could be in danger. What did you hear on the phone exactly? Uh, it kept cutting out. A door swung open, and then there was some crashing, and she said, wait, it's Daniel, and then the line went dead. So maybe Daniel startled her and she hung up, or the signal dropped. Have either of you tried calling Daniel? See? That's what I thought. Why don't you give him a call first? And if you're still worried, you can go up there tomorrow. But after Professor Smith's lecture, please, because I'm not performing alone with Wyatt. I'll call him. But if something's wrong, we need to find out. They're probably fine, right? What are the odds they aren't? Actually, they're... No, I don't want to be convinced into paranoia with the rest of you. November 7th, 3.26 p.m. Arts Building Corridor. Look, I still haven't heard from Daniel. We're going. Fine. He who must not be named wasn't here anyway. I'm coming too. <sighs> Do I really have to spend the two-hour drive with him? If it is something, you're going to want backup. You're not backup. You're a liability. Uh, can't you come instead? Someone's got to man the fort here. I've got to go home and put the final touches on the first episode for us to launch tomorrow so we can get back on track when you both realize that everything is fine. <sighs> Fine. Ben, let's go. Keep up or I'm leaving without you. November 7th, 4.04 p.m. Hallway in front of Ben and Ezra's apartment. What the hell? Did Ben seriously leave the door open? And he's supposed to be the paranoid one. I can't believe he'd... Oh my god. 911, what's your emergency? Hi, uh, I think someone broke into my apartment. November 7th, 5.48 p.m. Thistlewood Forest. So, this is it? Ezra wasn't wrong when he said his cabin was in the middle of nowhere. I'm surprised you didn't get lost. It's, it's like you knew exactly where to go. Oh, yeah, Ezra sat down and drew me a map for like half an hour. You know, for a guy with lots of artistic talent, cartography is not one of them. <laughs> I asked a lot of questions. <sighs> Thank God I didn't have to spend the two weeks up here. This place gives me a weird feeling. 
I think any cabin in the woods at dusk is supposed to give off evil dead vibes. Okay, well, let's check on them and go home then. What if anyone asks why we're out driving alone late at night together? Okay, well, our friends are allegedly missing and I am a lesbian, so... Right. Right. Do you think we're being a little too dramatic coming all the way up here? I mean, it's not like there's great service up here. I just... Something feels off. Or you just don't like the plan. I don't like the plan. It's not a secret. But you've been telling everyone that they're missing. Because Janie's so hell-bent on doing this, so I'm helping a friend. Just... Just... Knock. Oh, that's... weird. It's... open... Uh, hello? Anyone in there? Janie? Daniel? Maybe Daniel's trying to scare me again. Okay, why would he do that? Um, this is the same guy who almost ran me down with his truck for fun. Yeah, and I'm sure you deserved it. Hey! Shh! What? Did you hear that? All their stuff is here. Uh, they could be out for a walk. Stop. Is that, is that Jenny's cell phone on the floor? Wow, that must have fallen good. Is it even still usable? You still think they're just out for a walk? You're the true crime guy. Okay, fine. It feels wrong. But they were up here together. And no one knew they were here, so it's not like... Like what, Ben? Oh my god. Is that paint on the wall? Where would they have gotten red paint? I'm not sure that's paint. It's still wet. We should go. Janie! Janie! Veronica, read it. Where the leaves fall purple. Janie! Daniel! Ben! Come on! What does... What does where the leaves fall purple mean? Ooh, suspenseful. So what happens next? After the cabin trip. Don't spoil it. What? That sound means we're out of time for today. Tune in next week and maybe we'll find out where the leaves fall purple. But I... I'm so excited! Thank you for listening to episode two of Where the Leaves Fall Purple. I'm Kimberly Billington, the creator and showrunner of this audio drama. We really appreciate you tuning into this week's episode. Where the Leaves Fall Purple is brought to you by Beautiful Happy Productions. Executive producers are Kimberly Billington and Jamila Joy DeJesus. Assistant producer is Ashley Burns. Sound design and audio engineering was done by Tyler Gillis at Aftertouch Audio. Where the Leaves Fall Purple, episode two, hashtag find Janie and Daniel, was written and directed by Kimberly Billington. In this episode, you heard the voice talents of Corey Hendricks as Ben Miller, Aaron Johnson as Ezra Hansen, Ashley Burns as Veronica Barrow, Kimberly Billington as Janie Melnick, Benjamin Stevens as Daniel Loggins, Godfrey Cook as Wyatt Perth, Zoe Marie Welch as Skylar Hayes, Sharon Estevan as Professor Denise Smith, and Tanya Keller and Vincent Ross as Andrea and Marty. Additional voices were done by Kyle Billington and Gail Billington. Our theme song was written and performed by Zoe Marie Welch. This audio drama is supported by UBCP Actra's Ultra Low Budget Program. 
I want to give a special thank you to everyone who came out to the Kelowna fan experience and said hi to us at our booth or attended our audio drama workshop. Thank you as well for Maddie Tebbett for being one of the first sets of ears on episode 1 and 2 and assistant directing on an earlier cut of the show. We hope you'll continue to listen and follow along with our journey. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, we'd love if you left a review. Your support means a lot to us. And if you have a couple extra dollars to spare, consider becoming a patron on Patreon at Where the Least Fall Purple for some exclusive perks. You can find us on social media at Where the Least Fall Purple on Instagram and Facebook and WTLFP underscore podcast on Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.wtlfp.com. Thank you again for listening. We hope to see you very soon in episode three. Have a great and safe week.